0: Thanks for joining us for Generations Unite, our weekly discussion about increasing everyday spirituality from the perspective of different generations. We hope our conversations and meditations will help increase forgiveness, spiritual healing, prosperity, and living a life of freedom and self-expression. Now it's time for Generations Unite. Welcome, this is Paul.
1: Hello, and this is Megan.
0: So this is the first episode of our podcast we're calling Generations Unite. And I don't know where we want to get into the concept of this. I guess the first thing is that I'm 51 years old
1: and I'm 24.
0: Yeah. So so looking at different things from a different generation, we thought would be kind of interesting and capture some of those concepts. Also, we're hoping to do a podcast for you that can is um, a brief moment of your week that can be a little bit reflective, and also inspirational to you as well.
1: One thing without being say, too heavy, I guess. Yeah, one thing that I'll say on that too is that you know the same, the same sort of concepts that maybe we know and love, like love is the answer or something, might have a different um, interpretation based on generations because our life experiences and our cultural experiences shape. The way that we see the world. And so we hope to give you a different perspective or like a message from different perspectives that everybody can learn. from.
0: Right. So the way that we wanted to do this was each of us, um, each episode going to bring up a concept. Kind of discuss, shortly discuss it. Maybe get, you get the idea that we're going to bring up some th- ideas that hopefully will we'll have you start thinking about things, you know, in your own life from a different point of view then we want to do a meditation and um a guided five minute meditation which is always good i don't know what's the benefits you found over meditation as you've been doing it
1: um so i would say with meditation a lot of times um depending on like your job a lot of us are very mentally focused we're like either having to think or like you know The modern day world doesn't require us to like move around or be one with our bodies. And so, you know, we're thinking all day long and we can forget to really just be with our body and feel what it feels like to be in a body. And I think that it can be sort of a reality check to take a moment to just take a deep breath. And even though it's really simple, I think that it sort of brings us back to our natural roots and can make us just let you know, get rid of some of those like unnecessary thoughts.
0: And for me, as I'm learning to do meditation on a consistent basis, it really is a lot like exercise, folks. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot more difficult, but we're hoping maybe you can listen to this podcast, get some ideas, do a little meditation, and then um, kind of help you on your, on, on your journey of building that muscle, I guess, as it were. Because really, I know I have a lot of work to do on that.
1: It really is sort of like exercising because I know there's been times in my life where I've consistently meditated and then there's been times when I have a hard time doing it and right now I'm kind of having a hard time yeah. getting into it and I think just like with working out like it's hard at first but then like when you keep going it gets easier.
0: So we'll get to the meditation. Do you want to start with with your concept of the of the episode? Yeah. I was gonna say of the week. We don't even know for sure if we're doing this every week or how often we yeah. want to do this.
1: Yeah. Um, unsure. Um, hopefully, I would say in the summer we probably should do it once a week because I'm gonna want to come, sure, and swim and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the winter, I'll probably be hybrid. In, yeah, the
0: studios are, are, I mean, the studios we had that we have um, built here have a swimming pool, an outside area, a laundry room, we have a fitness facility, um, we have all kinds of amenities for all of the people who are doing programs out of here.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So and the
0: staff's friendly. They greeted you at the mm-hmm. door when you came in today.
1: Yeah, you have two Blue. very fluffy mm-hmm. greeters. Yes. Um. Very um. Very talkative. Yes. As well. Uh-huh. Um. So the concept that I would like to start with is actually something that I asked you the other day. Is how come when people are passionate or optimistic at all, it's sort of seen as being naive. Like mm-hmm. why? Or, or like hopeful at all. Yeah. I mean, and you can take a look at like um, our political climate right now, and like the culture like in America right now, like there's a lot that is making people uneasy and fearful. Um, how come when people approach that, which with what I think is bravery, it is seen as being naive or stupid or silly. Mm-hmm. And what can we do about that? So
0: well I I mean I can speak as well that's the point of the show I'm speaking as the old guy. <laughs> so when you're younger you have passion and you want to put your passion behind ideas. And then you then you um learn about the difficulties of life, uh the challenges that you have, the responsibilities that you have on a day in and day out basis. And I think a lot of times people your age are discouraged by people my age because we think man if i when I was t- twenty four years old, I wish I would have had a better job, a better pension, a better health care plan, better retirement savings, all that type of stuff because things do get hard in your life. things pop up that you don't expect and I think that's what happens um, we think that um you know a young person that doesn't think about those things only falls their passion or being naive with the challenges of life. Mm. And what's sad about it on the, on the other side of the coin is that's what joy is Mm -hmm. following your passion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the challenge I've had recently and, you know, a direct correlation why I'm doing yet another podcast for all of you to listen to is that I want to do a better job of following my passion. I, I want to bring back that happiness of when I was a little bit younger following a passion that I had because Regardless of what happens to it, does it become profitable? Does it become um, noticed? It doesn't really make a difference. You follow your passion and joy is there at the end of it.
1: Yeah. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you this is because I know that in your life, there's been, you've had big dreams and you've shown a lot of perseverance in going toward them. And you've always had people tell you, well, you'll see when you're older or. Mm Well, you, you know, you don't know things like that. And like, but in my perspective, you still, you still went for it Mm -hmm. anyway.
0: Right. I I guess, I guess the only thing I would say is if any younger people are getting that from people, realize those people are only doing it out of, because they care. Because I look at advice in the past and I wish I would have listened to it to avoid some pain that I had. Um I don't regret following not following advice not to follow my passion though. You see the difference?
1: Yeah. You know so like So maybe people were just trying to help you be safe but not squash yes. on your passion. Yes.
0: They were trying to be safe. In, in fact, um you know our friend uh Ben Jamison mm-hmm. in his book, what's the name of his book?
1: Godless spirituality or Mhm. Church-free spirituality. church
0: yeah. One of the concepts he has is whenever you have a negative thought of, I can't do that, or that's too much risk, you should reward yourself. Not really reward yourself, but thank yourself for keeping you safe.
1: Yes, I love that.
0: And the idea is you probably should do the same when people are telling you the same thing. You should say, well, thanks for caring enough about me to try to keep me safe. Does that make sense?
1: yeah. That's very true. And I think that from my perspective, when I hear people regarding me as though I'm naive, the way I see it is um, almost like they're projecting their negativity and their bad experiences Mm -hmm. onto me that I haven't had. Mm -hmm. And you're you're right. Life is challenging. So when you get older, you face those challenges. But sometimes it could just feel like, okay, just because it didn't work out for you doesn't mean it's not going to for me. And I don't need your... Negativity yeah. to try and get me down because the only way for anyone to succeed is with positivity and the more negativity and baggage you have that just makes it harder mm-hmm.
0: I think you're right though I think people, there's a lot of people who want to throw negativity out because they either failed or um, they don't want you to succeed but I think the key would be to turn it into positive and not let it bring you down
1: Yeah, and I think too, especially with family, Mm -hmm. they want to keep you safe. It is coming out of love more often than not. But like maybe, you know, other
0: Well, even if other people do it, Mm -hmm. why can't we look at it as if it's coming out of love? Just because so Mm -hmm. we don't so we don't get harmed by that negativity.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, so I guess
0: So to wrap up this topic, mm -hmm. what do you what do you what's your thoughts on how to follow passion? From your generation
1: um i think that the economy is changing faster than we even really understand and that young people are just from following their passions are becoming you know like millionaires or like just wealthy or making it overnight they're like making it overnight just by being themselves and sharing their gifts with the world and i think that We're entering a new sort of way of being, like, with the internet and with other things that are coming up that, um, and, you know, even in the workplace, um, people are more likely to do, like, freelance or gig economy sort Mm -hmm. of stuff.
0: Side hustles.
1: Yeah, things are changing so much to where it's even easier now than it ever has been to follow your passion because you can connect with anyone in the world online and you can create a niche for yourself and find a big enough target market to go after mm-hmm. because everyone is at your fingertips. And I think that young people need to realize that um, there will be challenges, but that we have a huge upper hand that older people did not have. And a lot of times older people just do not understand what it is that we're even doing. Like, For example, with my YouTube channel, like I have 7,000 people that are subscribed to me which is not—it's pretty small as far as other YouTube channels Mm -hmm. go, but pretty large from my perspective. And I think, you know, you never could have done that at my age. And I think that older people need to be a little bit open-minded about how many ways young people can follow their passions now and that we don't have to set it aside and be practical, but we can be practical and follow it. And I think that, you know helping young people understand the importance of making sure you're safe doesn't have to come in conflict with the passion because there's even more opportunities to do both.
0: Yeah. So I would say to wrap it up from, from my generation point of view mm-hmm. is that we don't look a lot at the idea of passion, following passion. It's more responsibilities now. And I think that puts us in a rut. It makes us more negative And it doesn't. We don't. We're not able to find the joy. Mm -hmm. And as I'm saying this, I guess this or any other podcast that I do, I want everyone to know this. I'm not really telling you this. I'm telling myself this. (laughs) Okay. I'm not like you should follow your passion like me. I'm just telling myself that when you follow passion, you find joy. And when you're older, you can look at things differently. You you were just talking about following your passion and talking about economy and jobs Mm -hmm. well there's so much more to that
1: that's true
0: and once you're you know um from a different you know you have different responsibilities in different era you can open that up you know the possibilities can be endless of what your passion could be and what is what is um difficult when you're middle-aged is Oh, yeah, back in the past I drew, but I don't do that, do that anymore. I was a singer, and you didn't do that anymore. What kind of 15-year-old man is going to be a singer or a dancer or whatever fun thing you did as a kid? Well, you should try to figure out a way to do that anyway. Yeah. Like, like, imagine, just, one, just imagine if you're some weird 50-year-old guy who always wanted to be on the radio, and you create <laughs> ways to talk into a microphone. That's insane, but it, it brings joy to you, and it doesn't hurt anybody.
1: Yeah, and I think when I say economy, I do think that a lot of young people do sort of idealize uh, wanting to make their passion into a career, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, a lot of us are so frustrated by the economy at all, where it would be great to even make enough money to be able to even have enough free time to be able to do something fun Mm -hmm. and support that. Like, I mean, yeah, so that's like a whole other thing is that it doesn't even have to be a job, but I know like friends of mine or whatever, like really enjoy like making music, but are working so much that they don't even feel like, like they're so exhausted trying to do all the household stuff and go to work that they don't even support yeah, that.
0: I was going to add that yeah. one. One last thing is, is it's I'm glad you brought that because I was going to add that you, if let's say you're a musician, mm-hmm. but you aren't at a point where it can pay for the things you would pay for. If you work during the day, that somewhere in your mind you have to click, I'm following my passion of music by working here.
1: Mm-hmm. I completely agree.
0: And you, I know you have trouble with that. Mm-hmm. With a regular job, how does this relate to what I'm doing? It, it should be all, it's all together. You know, getting a graduate degree is part of another passion, even though you have to write papers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think people tie it in to, enough together.
1: Yeah, it's like finding that reason, and it It doesn't even have to be something super creative. It could just be your family. Yes. Right. Like it, it's like what is that that makes brings you joy? Like you're saying, passion brings you joy. Like what is it that brings you joy in life? And I think if you connect it to that, it makes it easier to do a good job at work and also be Mm -hmm. happier because you're realizing like all of this work is connected to my joy, and it makes it more worth it as opposed to being like. Oh my gosh, work yes, sucks. Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it, that ties into the topic I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about this one briefly. Is prosperity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Prosperity is an, a counter-expression of Christ's consciousness. Abundance appears in many forms, including health, peace, relationships, and financial stability. Jesus gave thanks as he shared a few loaves and fishes to provide food for the entire crowd. We should try to, this example, and bless all that we have, all that we receive, and all that we give. We should align our consciousness with the Jesus through our thoughts, beliefs, and faith. That's the example of prosperity, that there's always going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Too many times we talk about prosperity as money.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And it, this, to me, is one of those perfect topics of different generations. Mm-hmm. My point of view is... I'm concerned about how much money I bring in. I'm concerned about having health care for my family. I'm just concerned, can I have enough savings for the future? Can I provide for what I want or, or what is required of me? Not even what I want from a passion point of view. And um, what is silly is I worry about that sort of thing, but I've always had enough. Mm-hmm. My yeah. entire life I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't uh, give the thankfulness for that. And and getting my mindset around things will be good enough, you know, for the future is is a concept that is something to ponder on, and be grateful for the prosperity you already have.
1: So I actually have something to say to that. Or wait, oh, can you hear me? Yeah. So my um my um dishwasher like wasn't working, mm-hmm. and then I like had to do my own dishes and everything, which You know i i get it people might be thinking oh you millennials just figure out how to wash your dishes or whatever um i've never really had to do that like my own dishes i've done dishes um whenever i've worked in food service but they've been like big dishwash like it's been easy to there's been like a sprayer thing you know everything you need there's you know the three you know yeah like an actual like easy to use the sink i've never had to do it like this and i've just been like having breaking down a lot like trying to do it and feeling like it's not clean enough or worry that there's soap still on it and all that and you know um and then now that i my apartment building gave me a new dishwasher i'm just realizing like how freaking cool is it that this thing just does the dishes yeah oh my goodness <laughs> and it's like thinking about all those things that you might take for granted that brings you prosperity, like already, I think that's a good approach. When you're trying to believe, okay, and see, from my generation's perspective, as someone trying to still find the foundations of my career, it's I think a lot of us it's thinking about having hope and seeing the possibilities that we can make a living versus like focusing on what we are. I think that you know, it's important to see, oh, it's possible. Like, oh, this, these are the areas where I'm already prosperous to try and, like, believe that mm-hmm. we can. And, and one, one other thing I'll say on that, too. Like, um, so I am, you know, I'm interested in self-help and, like, life coaching and content creation and stuff like that. Whenever I help other YouTubers that are similar to me succeed... It grows the pot for everyone because right. then there's more people for everyone. And I think that's what we also should talk about the abundance
0: mentality sometime. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just, we are, we just continue to be in a world of scarcity as yeah. opposed to the idea of abundance, mm-hmm. which is the truth and the principle. Mm-hmm. But the prosperity, I it's, again, I bring it up because it's something I need to ponder on mm-hmm. as opposed to worry about. I mean, it sounds like a similar situation to you, even though we're different Mm -hmm. generations. When the dishwasher didn't work, you worried about, how am I going to clean these dishes? Mm -hmm. As opposed to being thankful for the times that you had the dishwasher. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And it worked out.
1: And another thing is, like, I'm trying to believe that, like, in order for me to be able to make a living doing the sorts of things that I like to do, like sharing content and helping people, I want to then support the people that are doing similar things because i want to support that industry so that that will be prosperous early on what is it like divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that i have all that i give and all that i receive i guess i think i give to the things where i want them to see you Mm -hmm. know something for me (laughs) you know as well i don't know
0: yeah i can see right now you got the thought bubble (laughs) bubble over your head thinking and that's Maybe where we can go into our meditation. And and that's kind of the point, is to throw out these concepts and then meditate on them and think even more about them. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to guide us through five-minute meditation. Mm-hmm. And you and I aren't experts at doing this, but no. we're, we know the advantage of meditation. Mm-hmm. And we want to give people an opportunity yeah. to do that.
1: We've sat through enough. We've been guided before, so hopefully... <laughs> Yeah, I can figure it out.
0: And all the while, folks, it, you know, as you listen to this, and you think there could be some suggestions to make you more powerful, we're open to that. So we're gonna we're gonna try out our first five minute meditation. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I want everyone, as we begin the meditation, to really. Start to pay attention to where you are right now. If you feel any tension in your body, relax it and sit into a position that feels the most comfortable to you. You're welcome to close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Out. Now I would like everyone listening to first have their attention around their head and the tension in their head around their crown chakra and just pay attention there as you're breathing. Go of all of the tension around your jaw and your eyebrows. If they're furrowed, just notice. And I want you to imagine a string of energy coming from your head, and imagine that going all the way down your spine. that energy has made its way down your spine and focus your attention on then bringing that energy, noticing all the way down to your feet and then grounding yourself into the earth. As your attention is drifting off, focus on your breathing. Release any tension that you feel in your body and just accept it as is. Accept that tension is normal And thank your body for trying to keep you safe in that tension. As we begin to focus on the silence, try and imagine that energy following from your head all the way down to your toes. Imagine yourself planted. In the ground with roots all the way down into the earth. And imagine that energy going all the way up into your head in a light beam up into the cosmos. And just focus on that as you breathe. If you hear any thoughts or any distractions around <clears throat> outside you, just l- feel it float on.
0: And by the sound of the dog, <laughs> you know the five minutes is up. Yep. That is the meditation dog barking. Good job, Megan. That's a good Thank good you. job. And um, one of the benefits is that you can do this as a podcast and keep that. I know... I'll keep that, I'll use that as my daily (laughs) thing, kind of go through it. And we'll get better at that too.
1: Yeah.
0: Last thing we wanted to do, because we we really don't want to make this podcast too long, we just want to have a little bit of inspiration for you is kind of a positive song of the week. Um, The song that we're going to play is called Blow Away by George Harrison. Not the Beatles, I know you're surprised, Mm -hmm. but George Harrison. Mm -hmm. It is. Story of bad weather, hardship, and then you realize it only takes a little bit of warmth to make it blow away. Mm. Because all you got to do is love and be happy. Mm -hmm. And then the good times come. It's a real good example of of mental, um, what you should focus on, and the idea of your perspective so it's a real fun song. It makes you feel good.
1: And it's important to know that a little goes a long way. Even if you're feeling really, really bad, you don't have to match that with really, really good uh, right right mm-hmm. away. You can just add a little bit of positivity. Right. And it'll, it's like a snowball effect.
0: So thanks for joining us. We're, we're going to uh, end the show with Blow Away by George Harrison. Hope you have a good week. Unite has been a KCTK production produced by Megan Lavota and Paul Lavota, all rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at KCTK at Gmail.com.